Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? For Bills fans. By Bills fans. Only Buffalo is going to win it. This is the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast with Brad the Bruiser Icorn and Alex Jones. This is pandemonium. Here's Brad the Bruiser Icorn. And welcome back for a playoff edition of the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. Brad the Bruiser Icorn, Alex Jones with you as Buffalo gets set to take on the Miami Dolphins. From Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, a 1 o'clock kickoff televised nationally on CBS. Uh, Jim Nance on play-by-play, Tony Romo on color, Tracy Wilson on the sideline, and uh, Buffalo looking to go ahead and uh, move on to the divisional round, but it starts with a familiar foe in the Miami Dolphins. All right, so before we get into this actual game too much here, Alex, I, I got to ask you here. What are your what are your what are your thoughts on taking on uh, on a team that you know we saw them in the elements early in September. We saw them in the cold in December. Now they're they hobbled their way into the playoffs. Uh, no Tua Tagovailoa uh, right now. Uh, Mahim Raheem Mostert is out. He's the one who gashed Buffalo for over 130 yards in that December game. Uh, it looks like this could be a one-sided affair, potentially. Yeah, Brad, you completely agree. Sorry, I dropped my phone, guys. I completely agree. Um, it feels like this could easily be a one-sided affair. Uh, like you said, most are out. Liam Eichenberg, doubtful, one of the starters on the offensive line. Um Teron Armstead questionable with multiple, like four different injuries, like a torn pec, a toe injury, an elbow injury, a hand injury. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater can't go. Yeah, it, it really just feels like the Dolphins got injured at the worst possible time. Yeah, and as for the other side of the ball uh, for the Buffalo Bills here, they're getting healthy at the right time. Uh, at least that's the way it appears to be going right now for, for Sean McDermott and this Buffalo Bills team. Yeah, oh, yeah, I completely agree, Brad. It, it seems like everybody's coming together. Um, just a little bit of news. Damar Hamlin was even seen in the Bills facility today um, on Matt Milano's Instagram story. So just everybody. Yeah, they're uh, they're getting healthy, you know, right here at the at the right time in this one. And um, I mean, obviously, this is huge for the Bills. Um, as they want to make a push this postseason, because it's not going to be an easy road. You know, you beat Miami this weekend, wonderful. But chances are you're probably going to take on a very good Cincinnati Bengals team playing a very hobbled Baltimore team. I would expect Cincinnati to move on, and then we'll see who the Chiefs play. Uh, You know, could potentially be the Jacksonville Jaguars at this point. But it's a long road. This is where it starts, and... uh, Right now, I think uh, favorable matchup here. And, uh, you know, maybe it's even for the best that the Dolphins did beat the Jets last week because uh, this was a Steelers team that was starting to catch fire. Uh, so maybe they might have dodged a bullet and playing a very hobbled and banged up Miami Dolphins team this weekend. 
Yeah, Brad, I agree. It, well, the Dolphins' defense is still one of the best in the NFL. You do not want to catch the Steelers. Uh, we That is the classic team who gets to the Super Bowl. It's a team that just gets hot at the right time yep. and just keeps momentum through the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, some very, you know, loaded teams going into the playoffs right now. So, uh, like we said, bullet dodge there, at least for round one here. We'll see. I mean, the whole week, my mantra has been, let's not count out the Miami Dolphins. And you can't. You can't count out any team in the NFL. Anything can happen. Turnovers, all sorts of crazy stuff can happen in this game. But right now, I, you know, it's all about trusting the process. And this is a coaching staff that has their team prepared and ready. They always talk about the message, you know, we focus on this game, not the next. And I would hope that, you know, that's continued uh, marching orders in this one and uh, see them coast on and get ready for the next round. But, you know, like we said, anything can happen. Uh, you know, I, I would think – the way the Miami Dolphins are going to play this game is going to be to try to get the ball out quickly in this one. Um, you know, Skylar Thompson presumably going to start a late-round draft pick out of Kansas State. Um, you know, he's I think he started four games this year just because they've been that banged up here. Uh, this is a team that, you know, just ended a very long losing streak here. So, um, I mean... Things aren't boating in their favor, but, I mean, when there are playmakers on the field, uh, like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, how can you not give them a chance? Exactly that, Brad. They are such a talented roster at so many different positions that, I mean, look at Philip Rivers. A Philip Rivers-led char, uh, Colts team mm-hmm. went into Buffalo and were a Hail Mary away from winning that playoff game. They, they had it down at the 40-yard line. Now, there was a horribly botched fumble call that the refs really bungled. But, nevertheless, the playoffs is where everything narrows. Everything narrows in the playoffs, and I think that's still you, – you can't expect going into the game to win. Nope. I 100% agree with you in this one that um, there there's zero – Zero gimmies in this game. Um, the, the the question I have defensively is, is Bradley Chubb in this game? Will we see Bradley Chubb out on the field? Because, you know, we talk about the Buffalo not having Von Miller. I wouldn't say he's quite to that level, but I would say he's their version of Von Miller. He's their big guy that they traded for that they're giving a lot of money to. If he can't play in this game here, that's a big deal as well. That's a big-time blow. It is, Brad. It's one of the uh, – I know he's limited in practice um, this week, so it'll be interesting to see what at what capacity can he go um, because he is the premier pass rusher on that squad, and he's one of the young premier pass rushers in the NFL. Um, same draft class as Josh Allen actually taking uh, two picks before him. And so, you know, you can't ever count a guy like that out to be to not take over a game. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, you know, with with this late in the season here, the playmakers are still going to come out. Um, they're what they have here. But um, Tyreek Hill made an interesting comment on social media uh, which 
it doesn't give a lot of confidence to uh, the Miami Dolphins in this one. Um, basically, he went on a line to say that uh, he's never been an underdog before. And let me see. I, I'd like to go ahead and pull that quote up here verbatim here. But basically, I read it as a, 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 a little bit of a knock on his team. He said, you know, this one right here will mean a lot to me because I've never been an underdog in Kansas City. I was blessed to be in a really good team. Here it's different. I feel like right now I've got a chip on my shoulder and so do the rest of the guys. I don't know. I feel like it's slightly sliding where he is right now. If that makes any sense at all. Well, you're listening to the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. Brad the Bruiser, Ike Corn, and Alex Jones reminding you to follow us across our social media platforms at DrafthouseSports.com, at DHS Buffalo, at TW Callahan DHS, at Bills Bruiser, and on Facebook.com slash Buffalo Bills Draft House, where the Buffalo Bills will get set tomorrow to host the Miami Dolphins here. How do you take those comments, Alex, here from Tyreek Hill? I mean, do you think there – it probably was unintentional if it did well, but he was on a loaded roster in Kansas City. Right now he's on a new team that just, you know, limped their way into the playoffs. This is not like what he had been blessed with the last six years. Yeah, Brad, there's a bit of condescension in the tone there. It was an unfortunate thing, I think, that Tyreek Hill didn't mean it that way, but it, it, it certainly came off that way. Well, we're going to have to go ahead and see how this one goes here because, um, I mean, everything, I can't steer away from this. Everything points to Buffalo getting a big win, but I just try not to get too far ahead. The the question is, how much does this remind you of last year, Buffalo, New England? You know, we we lose to them once where the elements played a factor. (laughs) Coincidentally, it was here at home, not like you know, uh, dying of heat stroke in Miami. And then, you know, we go ahead, we, we beat them in a close one later in the season, and then it's playoff time. We lower the boom on New England. Why aren't the Buffalo Bills going to go ahead and lower the boom this weekend? There is some, uh, some parallels. However, I don't think the NFL thinks there's any parallels because – Last year, they put us on the Saturday night game, which is one of the premium games. The Monday 1 o'clock might be the the game the NFL thinks is going to go the worst. You know, it, it's the game, oh, we're going to get up and watch it, but in actuality, it's the one people have on in the background of their Sunday if it's not their team. Yeah. Um, and that's how we saw it, I guess, last year. Um you know, that was 100% it with the Rams and Arizona where the Cardinals never even had a chance in last year's game. So, yeah, I, w- I would say a very, very similar uh, type of scope that we have here going into the Monday night game. Are you all disappointed that Buffalo didn't get the late night game at least for here on a Saturday night? Not for my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> I won't disagree. Not for my own personal schedule, no. <laughs> I, you know that that luckily Monday is Martin Luther King 
Junior Day, so it is a it is a holiday. Um, but it's also the thing of you, the driving home. The game gets out. Let's say it's a night game. You get out by eleven. You're out of the stadium. You're outside the. Uh, get to your car and get out by midnight. A three-hour drive on top of that without food, without anything else. Is, yeah, it's difficult. Yep. Nope. I I would agree. It makes sense. Um, I I I think uh, we're going to be ready to go tomorrow. The plan is that we're going to try to get to tailgating uh, between nine thirty and ten o'clock. Um, get a good tailgate on. The menu spread we're looking at is doing a brat tub, uh, some beer with some brats in there, uh, throwing a little onion, uh, and then uh, you know snacks galore, and then ready to go ahead and make the walk into the stadium and uh, watch the Bills take on the Finns. Same thing here, Brad. I actually have family in from Croatia. Oh, right. We're going to the game tomorrow. Oh, um, fantastic. So yes, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time. A lot of family coming out to the game, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're meeting up at a residential house um, parking lot and then walking into the, after a little tailgate and going into the stadium. All right, right on. Well, again, it is a 1 o'clock kickoff tomorrow for the Bills and Dolphins from Highmark Stadium right here in Orchard Park. Uh, So Buffalo will get set here for a game that will be televised on CBS. All right, let's go ahead and get into the injury report here as we go into this week. All right, so we already talked about Tua and Mostert out this week here, uh, concussion, and then with a broken thumb. Uh, also on the injury report this week, Ron Armstead limited in practice on Friday. He did not practice elsewhere this week. Bradley Chubb limited the last two days, currently listed as questionable. I would expect him to play in this one. Uh, their uh, guard, Liam Eichen, uh, Eichenberg, is out in this one uh, with a hand injury. Melvin Ingram, yeah, he's... Uh, Probably not likely to play in this one either. Like we said, Mostert's out. I mean, a, a very banked-up roster. We Teddy Bridgewater, for that matter. Teddy Bridgewater has a fractured finger, I believe. It's in his uh, right finger in his uh, throwing arm. So that doesn't sound promising. He's been limited in practice, so he might be an emergency in this one. But I'm curious to see if the Miami Dolphins go ahead and uh, elevate Mike Glennon off their practice squad as a potential backup if Bridgewater is not good to go. I would expect them to. That's that's what I would expect as well, Brad. I would expect Glennon to be in the call up and then uh, the elevation, um, okay. just because just because it's it, especially in cold weather, having a broken thumb makes it incredibly hard to rip a football. All right, of players not on the IR in this one, um, the only two that are questionable going in, I bet they're probably not going to play here. Well, we'll see. Uh, for Jordan Phillips, he, he's been questionable. He's been battling a shoulder injury, has not practiced all week. Isaiah McKenzie was limited with a hamstring injury earlier in the week, did not practice the rest of the week here. So um, with Cole Beasley now on the 53-man roster at this point, I would expect that Beasley... Uh, we'll go ahead and fill that role. Uh, you know, he's been more of the security blanket over the past couple of years. Glad to see him back on this roster again after a brief hiatus. Uh, but honestly, I I almost feel like as, as fast as McKenzie is, Bees is the steadier hand at the slot position in this game regardless. 
Yeah, also the Bills announced earlier they had elevated John Brown from the practice squad who had his first touchdown in three years. So that's uh, that's a uh, Beasley and Brown, this feels like we're doing throwback to 2020. <laughs> I, I like it. And I, I loved it when those guys came into this roster here in 2019. So I'm okay with they have some familiar faces. The only thing that's been disappointing to me is uh, the performance of Gabe Davis where – you know, we've seen him make some catches there, but there's been times where he's had the ball thrown to him right in the numbers and couldn't come down with it. I don't know if he's just have cobwebs that it's taken a season long to dust off, but we saw him last season. He got hot in the postseason. This is where everything needs to be shaken off from Gabe Davis, and we need to see him perform this postseason. Well, that's kind of always been Davis's issue as well. He's a concentration prop guy where the easy catches he seems to have trouble with. But if you throw that ball 50 feet in the air along the sideline where he has about 10 centimeters to get his toes in, he's making that catch. So, I, I, I mean, I think he seems like the type of guy who, when the playoffs come around, he locks in. He's a big game player. Um, I, I don't expect – you don't expect to see any more of those drops now that the postseason started. Yeah. All right, so this game is going to be coming up at 1 o'clock on Saturday from Highmark. Bills, Dolphins in the wild card round. And then we'll have to see who the Bills go ahead and face coming up in round number two. But uh, some good matchups going on across the NFL right now as we tape right now. It's San Francisco on top of Seattle, a 3 nothing score. The nightcap game tonight is the Chargers where... Uh, head scratchers, why uh, did they decide not to rest a lot of their starters? Mike Williams likely out. Bosa likely not going to play in this one. I mean, what were they thinking? I know, Brad. It's insane. It's literally that they couldn't change their position. Nothing, literally nothing would change. Nothing in their in their seating would change. Nothing at all would change. And yet they just decide to fully go, hey, we're going to start. And then they one of their wide receivers earlier in the week who oh it's just back spasm nope turns out he broke his back and then that to me the chargers i don't know what they did they're a cursed franchise yeah i they just and they always have been there was like that five-year span where they didn't win a single game in november which is just statistically almost improbable you know it it is one of those things where it's like you, you just see what they're doing and you're like this is like this. Like I know people. It feels like a lot of the money's on the Chargers. It shouldn't be. The Chargers. I feel like are going to choke this. Well, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm I think I'm 100 percent with you here. Just because I, I I don't think they should be favored at all. Jacksonville's gotten hot at the right time here. They just. Nearly uh, make it to the top of their division, the AFC South. Just abysmal this year. Good for Jacksonville after what they went through last year with Urban Meyer. I mean, I don't feel bad for them. They hired the guy. uh, But that was almost embarrassing to see happen last year. So Trevor Lawrence has come a long way. Um, I would expect them to go ahead and win that game at home tonight. All right, so we're in the 1 o'clock slot. The Buffalo Bills hosting the Dolphins. 
The 4.30 mid-afternoon Slater, late afternoon Slater, I should say, is the Giants taking on the Vikings. I would expect Vikings to roll in that one, despite a very good season from Brian Dibble. Should have coached oh, the year see, consideration. So, Brad, I see that game going one of two, like, uh, one of two directions. If it's a, if it's a, if the, if the Vikings get out an early lead, 14-0, it's game over. Mm-hmm. If the Giants can make them keep it close, which I think they can, I can see Kirk Cousins choking this one away. I can see Kirk, Kirk's been playing so well. He's feeling himself. We just haven't had a true, oh, there's Kirk Yeah, and it's just a prime time. You know, you're in a mixed spot. I just don't see, I, I can see the Giants sneaking away with that one. All right, well, we'll go ahead and camp off the evening tomorrow night. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Bengals look good. And they look good at the start of that Bills-Bengals game on Monday night just a couple weeks ago here. They're going to be a tough team, whoever plays them. I don't think they flinch in this one. I, I, they roll. Uh, again, I think if, if the if the bank if the Ravens can make it a slugfest because the Ravens probably have the best just pure not even talent wise, but getting the most out of the most uh, getting the most out of people, the Ravens are one of the are the best defense of that in the NFL. I could see them um, sneaking into the somehow into the into the playoffs. I think Cincy. Don't get me wrong, Cincy is one of the powerhouses. But there does seem to be a little bit of a trend in the NFL of teams who have a lot of success very mm-hmm. early in players' careers. And normally there's like a drop-off the year after. Like they come in thinking like we're going to roll. And the Ravens are a battle-hard, tested roster. And even if they're starting Tyler Huntley, they are still an incredibly tough out. And, and Brad, it's incredibly – it's statistically hard to do – but it's also incredibly hard to beat a team three times in a singular. Yeah, it, it, it truly is. Um, so that could be a better game than we think. All right. Um, but then Monday night, who do you like in this one? Dallas and Tampa Bay in Tampa. Don't bet against Tom Brady. That's how I feel, too, in this one. Um, and, you know, for some reason – Dak is just, he's not playing as strong as he would, was. He uh, finished the league leading the NFL in interceptions at this point. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Tampa go ahead and pull this one out at home. I wouldn't either, Brad. I think, too, the, the, the Cowboys just seem, the Cowboys always are a team who are like, how can we blow this playoff? <laughs> Like, last year, the, the QB sneak was 15 seconds left. Like, how do you how do you do that? How do you allow that to be called as a head coach? Like, at Mike McCarthy, how are you saying, when Kellen Moore goes, QB sneak, you, you have to be like, nope, that's not what we're doing. We're running any other play. Don't run a run play. That's, it's insane to think about, Brad. And I feel like it is just because... Gary Jones doesn't put people in um, like he doesn't put guys in a place to succeed. Yeah. Yep. 
I could 100% agree with that here. All right. Uh, keys to the game here, Alex, for the Buffalo Bills in this wild card matchup against Miami. Play smart. No unnecessary turnovers. No dumb mistakes. You got to play smart because here's the thing. If you're if you keep scoring, it makes Miami immediately have to ab- abandon their run game, which makes them one-dimensional with a seventh-round rookie quarterback from Kansas State. So it is it is a little bit, you need to be smart. You need to not make mistakes, no turnovers. Second key is open up the run game. you got to get the run game active in this playoffs, even if in, let's say, game Let's say in the divisional round, you never run. You run five run plays. Having on tape that you're like, no, we're committed to the run. We're going to gun. We're going to run every single play if we have, if we can. Makes opponents prepare for that. Final thing: make Skylar Thompson scared. <laughs> Hit him early. Hit him often. Make him uncomfortable. Make him second guess every coverage. Make him second guess every player that's going through there looking like are they blitzing are they not blitzing who's coming make him feel just wildly confused and uncomfortable well Miami says we wish it was colder they might have their wish in this one 27 degrees is the forecasted temperature for kickoff from Orchard Park with mostly sunny skies look like yeah it's going to be a nice day out it's just going to be cold and crisp as you well as it doesn't look like it's going to get above 29 tomorrow and I, I don't mind that. Last, I'm going to be honest. Last year was last year's wild card. Oh, bitter cold. Single digits, right? Brutal. But you were up there in now, the heated club I, seats, right? I got. <laughs> yeah, and it was warm enough where I could have a jacket off. But walking in and out, it's that kind of cold oh, that yeah. just puts your face in place. Takes your breath away, right? It does. It just it rips through your body, and it almost takes like a day and a half to get warm again. All right. Well, hopefully, I know you have family coming in town, but uh, possibly we can connect. We'll see you uh, around Highmark Stadium tomorrow, Alex. Yeah, so you'll have to come up, Brad, and see the new seats. I'm going to be honest. I really love my new section. What what section are you in now? 242. 242. All right. We'll be making the walk there from, uh, from 117 then. Sounds good. All right, well, that'll do it for this edition of the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. Find us online at drafthousesports.com, uh, across Twitter at Bills Bruiser, at TW Callahan, at DHS Buffalo, and Facebook.com slash Buffalo Bills Draft House. Bills Dolphins coming up 1 o'clock kickoff from Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park. For Alex Jones, I'm Brad the Bruiser Icorn. Go Bills. This has been the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast, an R Street Media production.